Hi, this is Dan Sullivan, and this is Exponential Wisdom, and I am so excited because Peter Diamandis is just reporting on a five-day exponential technology tour with a specific focus of longevity. It's not so much that it's making us longer lived, it's that where we are right now, we are as healthy as we possibly can, Peter. That's what I'm getting from this. And when you always can be as healthy as you want to be, then you start thinking how long you want that to go on. So it has been fantastic. And he was five days in the last podcast. It was just day one and what they <laughs> day one. Yeah. So welcome to part three of our longevity uh, longevity sequence. And Dan, as I was saying, I want to make sure you're with me next year when we do the longevity platinum trip again. In East Coast. East Coast, yeah. Boston, Cambridge, New York, New Jersey is where we're going to be going is a huge focus there. All right. So we're in day two. We're still... At the Ritz Carlton in our longevity lounge at Half Moon Bay. We opened up every morning with a 45 minute meditation, which a friend of mine, Christian Michaels, did, which was amazing. And we don't ever meditate enough. Okay, we jump into a presentation by Lou and Mei Mei, who are the co CEOs of a company called Vaccinity, which I, I'm very proud to be a co founder and vice chairman of. But it's the power of vaccines, the ability of vaccines. The immune system is an amazing system that keeps us alive, protects us from everything. And what they built in this is the ability to use the immune system and play it like an app where they've created vaccines and people have a negative reaction to vaccines. We can talk about that on another episode. I think we probably should put that down as a target for one of our, our future conversations. Vaccines are one of the most important longevity creators on the planet. We have a vaccine for COVID-19, which is in human testing, in fact, for the first time this week, and we're providing it to different parts of the world. But these were vaccines against chronic disease. So imagine being able to vaccinate yourself against Alzheimer's or against Parkinson's or against hypercholesteremia or against migraines or against muscle loss or vaccinate yourself against bone loss. Mm -hmm. And I won't go into the details, but it's extraordinary. And the technology is in different phases of human trial, phase three for Alzheimer's, phase two for Parkinson's, and phase one for the other indications. So talked about them, but it was the idea of a vaccine, a designer vaccine crafted specifically to get your body to knock out the negative stuff and put you into equilibrium. Okay, from there, we went to a company called Gordian Bio. Gordian Bio is a company introduced through a friend of mine who's the head of Prime Mover Labs or a venture fund that actually backed Vaccinity and Gordian Bio. And Gordian Bio is, is a company that's using gene therapy to go and attack a multitude of diseases. I won't go into the details, but gene therapy is so incredible. Again, this is using adeno-associated virus, adeno-associated virus to deliver the gene to the cell types you want. And they're focused on using this technology and this is technology that used to be, you know, millions of dollars. And now you can do an experiment for a few thousand dollars. You can do it as a high school student. I mean, it's crazy. And they use gene therapy and then single cell sequencing. So they can put a whole bunch of genes into a mouse and where those genes actually infect, those cells will light up and they can sequence those cells. And anyway, I won't go into it, but they're going after lung disease, osteoarthritis, liver disease, 
Peter, can you just clarify something? Yeah. You've used the word virus in a beneficial way, both last podcast and this podcast. A virus is essentially a delivery system, right? Yeah, you have to understand we have quadrillions and quadrillions and quadrillions of viruses on planet Earth. They are the most prevalent life sort of life form. Mm -hmm. The virus can't replicate unless it's inside of another living organism, a cell or a bacterial cell, and they hijack the mechanism to replicate themselves. So a virus is a capsule that has within it information, genetic and material, and that capsule can go and attach to a specific kind of cell. In the case of COVID-19, your nasal cells, your lung cells, in the case of other viruses, liver cells. And you can tell this adeno-associated virus, like a FedEx package, go to this address, go to these cells. What we do is we hijack those viruses. We take out their DNA, which they're in the purpose of delivering their DNA to replicate themselves and therefore make you an infectious vector. Factory. <laughs> yeah, we hijack it and take their DNA out. We put the DNA we want in. And we say, please deliver this gene for correct hemoglobin to these blood cells in someone with hemophilia. And now, boom, they're cured. They're cured. And that's miraculous. And there's like 400 trials for different disease cures going on around the world. Imagine being able to get an injection and then, okay, you're cured. Next. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Insane. Next person is a friend, Trevor Martin. He's uh, just got his PhD in Jennifer Doudna's lab, who's very much credited with coming up with CRISPR. His company is called Mammoth, and Mammoth has developed all these new CRISPR molecules, CRISPR-12, 13, 14, Phi, CRISPR-Y, and these different molecules for doing editing. And what he taught us was that CRISPR is also able, besides doing cut and paste in your genome, it can be control F, it can be a search function. And so what he's working on is becoming a platform play where their goal is a test under 30 minutes, 95% sensitivity to be able to test whether or not you have COVID-19 using CRISPR and seeing if CRISPR has found the sequence for the SARS-CoV-2 sequence in your body and a lot of other things, but cutting edge CRISPR technology. And again, the idea that it used to be something that was super expensive. It was only discovered seven years ago. Yeah. The A360 companions that you have that go on these trips, yeah. are they kind of in shock after the first day? They are. Their jaws are open. None of them are. We had a couple of physicians in there. None of them are scientists or physicians. They're typically all, you know, they're executives of manufacturing companies and transportation companies and investors and many of them are coach members or Tony Robbins, Platinum Lions group, but they're all like, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I say, wait, it gets better. And it does. We went on to the whole idea of CAR T therapies and being able to focus your immune system like a guided missile. One of my favorite speakers was a guy named Deepak Srivastava, who's the president of the Gladstone Institute's another gem in California. He runs the Roddenberry Labs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Gene Roddenberry is the creator of Star Trek, that scientific documentary that shows us where the world is going. Mm -hmm. He runs the stem cell center there and he runs the Gladstone. Beautiful man. He's supported by my friends Rodden and Heidi Roddenberg. 
and he's a focus on cardiology. And so we had two members in the group that had had heart failure. You know, one guy was in his 80s, brilliant, vibrant guy, but, you know, concerned. Another one who had a series of diseases. And so what Deepak showed us was that he can use three specific genes delivered again by the adeno-associated virus as a gene therapy to go into a cell, your heart cell, your beating heart cell, and convert. Your heart is 50% connective tissue. And he's able to convert these fibroblasts, the connective tissue, to heart cells, to cardiac myocytes. And so if you've had a heart attack or you've lost functionality, why not just take the cells that are there just for connection and convert some of them to additional muscle cells? <laughs> I think of it as cellular alchemy. And the same thing for liver fibrosis, to give you liver functioning or kidney or other elements, blew me away. Just extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I continue? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't want you to go into boredom somewhere along the line here, Peter. Okay, I'll try not to. Okay. The drum beats begin to pick up. So <laughs> day three, we had Jeff Huber, a friend who is the founding CEO and vice chairman of Grail. You might have heard about Grail. They planned to go public, and then they just got offered by Illumina, where they originally were incubated, to be bought by $8 billion. So here's the concept, and it's brilliant. There's a couple of companies doing this besides Grail. There's Freenome and one or two other companies. You know, your biggest risk of cancer is not knowing you have it. If you can identify cancer at the very beginning, stage zero, stage one, then it's pretty much curable. And so what we do right now is we go to locations like Human Longevity, or I'll tell you about a company called Fountain Life, and you do an MRI once a year and we image it. What Freenome and Grail has done is developed capabilities to take a blood sample from you. And in that blood sample, at minute levels, detect the cancer genome, free-floating cancer genes in your blood. And to be able to say, aha, you've got a cancer developing someplace at the very beginning. And so depending on how old you are, you might go and get a blood test every three years. If you're like in your 20s or 30s, every two years, in your 40s or 50s, every year, every six months. Because guess what? We're all developing cancers all the time. Well, it was very interesting. As you know, just about four years ago, I had prostate cancer. What stage was it then? Yeah, I was at a Gleason 7. But I got a terrific urologist at Northwestern University Hospital in Chicago. And Edward Schaefer, he's the head of the urology lab there. He said, first of all, you're very lucky because we've caught it at a very good stage. But he says, been there for a year. He said, I can tell you right now, just from experience, he said that it would have been detectable a year ago. You know, it's the detection. We just had very close friends and an in-law died, was detected a month ago and died three days ago, you know, and it was uterine cancer. And I said, get checked up. My whole lesson from this, I mean, we get checked up deep dive three times a year with the technologies that are available and uh, every year they'll get better. So it really is. And so I think it's going to be one of the most important things. I think we truly have the ability to nail cancer in our lifetime. 
we're developing cancer as your immune system fights it, your innate immune system, your natural killer cells find the cancer cells, destroy them. It's when they don't, and there's a whole set of reasons why we don't, but you can find it and destroy it with different therapies, but you have to know you have it. Mm-hmm. So these liquid biopsies, they call it, are going to be coming online strong in the next year. So that's something that everybody should be doing. Okay. Liquid biopsies. Liquid biopsies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking for tumor cells, tumor DNA in your bloodstream. Because the cells grow rapidly, they lyse and they release their DNA into the bloodstream. Okay, I'm going to run. It's okay with you. So next, Mary Lou Jepson. I love Mary Lou. She is brilliant. Facebook, Google, MIT Media Lab, now the CEO of Open Water. I've had her at A360 two years ago. I'm going to bring her back again this year. She is an extraordinary woman. I need to promote her work like from the top of the mountains. So two things. One, she is using red laser light and holography mm-hmm. and echo to be able to image your body with a piece of tech thousand times cheaper and a thousand times smaller than MRI, something in your home. We're going to move healthcare from the hospital to your home. The tech will be in your home. Mm-hmm. The physician will be digitally in your home or the AI from your Alexa, whatever it might be. And then the other thing that Mary Lou's technology is able to do besides like image, do you have breast, do you have brain cancer, do you have prostate cancer, is the technology can read and write onto individual neurons. It's the next generation of brain-computer interface. So we've been talking about Neuralink. This is Elon's company of like, we drill a hole in your skull, we attach a thousand fibers. What if, nope, we shine a red laser into your brain and you feel fine but it's able to read and write on your neurons. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Okay, can I keep going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, last one. You don't get any breaks before the end of the podcast. (laughs) I want to deliver to you. I'm mostly excited about sharing this with you, Dan. So we had a presentation from a company called OneSkin. These are eight women, doctorates, PhDs, a few of them from Brazil, Hey, remember I mentioned senile cells before? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it turns out your skin develops a large number of senile cells. And if you can use a senolytic medicine to kill the senile cells in your skin, they make room for new cells to grow, to make it more youthful and rejuvenate. So they have developed a peptide that appears to be extremely successful in that. In their testing so far, they've been able to rejuvenate skin significantly. They're going to be going to market. I've joined their advisory board because I'm so excited about what they're doing. A lot of it, the entrepreneurs, who they are. And I'm going to be sending out to all my A360 members early access to their skin product. Really amazing. All right. We flew from the Bay Area to San Diego for day four. We started day four with a company that I'm excited about, a company I've been working on now for three years, Started with Tony Robbins. It's funded by Mark Benioff from Salesforce, a number of other members of my community. It's a company called Fountain Life. And Fountain Life is a merger of Fountain Therapeutics and Longevity Performance Centers. It's being run by an amazing physician, Bill Kapp, who started nine hospitals. So here's what you do, Dan. You're going to want one of these in Toronto, guarantee you. It has got three pillars. I can say is that everything Bill has built over the last couple of decades has been profitable. They have five of these facilities in the U.S., and we're building out another 20 in the next year or so. Uh, First pillar is diagnostics. So we're talking about highest-end diagnostics, full genome sequencing, full-body MRI, coronary CT, lung CT, DEXA scan, 
So it's the full-on diagnostics to generate 150 gigabytes of data about your body. Mm -hmm. Second thing is performance, performance and recovery. So the scientists they put together, they use a product called eGym that is actually an AI-driven gym workout that's at these facilities where you are maximizing muscle mass and muscle strength because you're measuring everything all the time. And then recovery due to injury. We just acquired the technology from a guy named Tom Clark, Dr. Tom Clark, and he uses what's called hydrodissection. It's not the greatest name. We're going to change the name. But being able to use PRP exosomes, saline, to go in between skin and fascia level layers and create hydropressure to relieve trapped nerves. If you ever have a trapped nerve, like, ow, that hurts. It can, in minutes, give instant relief and deliver restorative growth factors that help you in the future repair. And then the third element of fountain life is the whole stem cell exosome regenerative medicine side. Anyway, super excited. There's an entire platform, all the data dumps into it. And any place you go, any place in the US or Mexico, hopefully eventually Canada, all your data is there. And it's a a national global membership. The goal is reinvent healthcare at the fundamental levels. So. Yeah. Well, we have a home in Chicago too. So. Perfect. We have a Chicago facility coming online. Oh, good. Man, oh man, where'd we go? Viome. We had Momo and Naveen talking about Viome. What's exciting about Viome is not just your microbiome anymore. They're measuring the transcriptomics of you, your genome. So we're all born with the same genes. What differentiates up with, you know, if you have cancer now, 10 years ago, you had the same genes. Why didn't you have cancer then? If you have an inflammatory process now versus 10 years ago, what's different? Your genes don't change. It's the expression of your genes. Which genes are turned on? Which genes are turned off? And so Viome can now measure that, tell you what foods to eat. Extraordinary. Bob Hurry from Cellularity spoke about the idea of using placental cells to fight a variety of cancers and rejuvenate ourselves. All right. I'm going fast and summarizing towards the end here. Next, we went into our final day, day five, again, starting with meditation. We went to Stefan Bansal. Stefan is the CEO of Moderna. We've been hearing about Moderna all over the place, right, left, and center. Well, Moderna has gotten famous recently for COVID vaccines, but what they started on is using messenger RNA to be able to fight any infection and to be able to get your cells to start using the messenger RNA to do different things like grow new blood vessels into your heart. An amazing company. Let me pause there, Dan. If you... <laughs> it's fascinating, but I go back to your breakthrough this summer that this information is either interesting to you or not interesting to you based on your mindsets towards longevity. It is. I mean, if you're sure you're going to die... It's of no interest whatsoever. It's what you say. Your eyes only see and your ears only hear what you're looking for. And if you are looking for longevity therapies and what is on the cutting edge of science, it's there. And I'll tell you about it. <laughs> but it's there yeah. and you yeah. have access to it. Let me cherry pick a few things. Alex Zivarankov, the founder of Insilico Medicine, talked about the use of AI for discovering new molecules and taking the time period from an idea to a mm -hmm. approved drug down significantly. We had George Church, amazing. George, Harvard Medical School professor, one of the most brilliant scientists. He's built 24 companies in 24 months. 
And George said something on this trip that blew me away in terms of his expectation of what would be possible to those listening in terms of age range. And let's just say your 156 fits right in there, pal. Yeah. He's a smart scientist, I know. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, just so happy. One of his companies is a company called Rejuvenate Bio. It's one of his 24 companies. We brought the team forward to come in and talk to everybody. And Rejuvenate Bio is using a series of three gene therapies. Remember the adeno-associated virus deliver these genes. Yep. And they don't like talking about longevity because there's no way that the FDA are going to ever approve a longevity treatment because you can't prove it for 30 or 40 years. Yes. But they will approve disease treatments. So they say, well, let's look at the major diseases. And if we have a treatment that cures this disease and this disease and this disease and this disease, you know, it's effectively a longevity treatment. There was a common throughput that why we age is effectively a dysregulation of our bodies. Our body is in its peak state in our 20s. And because we were never expected to live past 30, that our body begins to slowly dysregulate. The proteins that we should be expressing, we stop expressing those. And we start expressing proteins we shouldn't be expressing. And all of these things can cause disease. And so the question is, could you use gene therapies to bring the body back to a state of youthfulness? George and Rejuvenate Bio, and then David Sinclair, author of one of my favorite books, Lifespan, all three spoke almost back to back. And same thing, same idea, same concepts, to the point where the idea is, listen, we're going to give you a treatment and we're going to bring you back from 100 down, you know, in your 20s or 30s, and then you'll start aging again, and then we'll give you the treatment again. Now, it sounds crazy. It sounds like science fiction, but this was what was the recurrent theme about the ability to rejuvenate cells in your body and organs in your body. And disease is the dysregulation here. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've really discovered with coaching entrepreneurs for 46 years is that there's a sharp division between those lives based on wanting what they need and the other people wanting what they want. Mm -hmm. And my feeling is that all the data, I mean, it's knowledge and wisdom that you're bringing here, that you have to organize your life wanting what you want, not wanting what you need. Because truthfully, most people don't need to live more than 75 if they're just following the basic model. You know, they're actually expecting it. But a very interesting statistic, and it shows that when you're very, very excited about a future, you tend to live very, very long. The founding fathers of the United States, so I'll name five of them, Adams, Franklin, Washington, Jefferson, and Madison, the only one I don't mention is Hamilton because he got himself killed. Got in a duel. <laughs> <laughs> he died stupidly. Yes. <laughs> he died very stupidly. The youngest of them lived to 76 and the oldest lived to 91. And this was in the late 1700s, early 1800s. Jefferson and Adams, who lived into their late 70s and 80s, died two hours apart from each other on the 4th of July 
1826, the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. They were striving towards a goal. Well, not only that, they wanted to live long enough to see what they had created, how far it goes. And you have moonshots. And I said, you got to have a moonshot to take advantage of all the health tips that you're getting. You know, Elon's going to live a long time because he wants to walk on Mars. Yeah. And he wants other people to get there first so he doesn't take the first flight. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wanted to land safely on Mars. That's his. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I can see you're transformed by this, Peter. I mean, you always had the belief. You always had the goal. But now you have the evidence. And I think that's very transformative. It truly is. When you have absolute confidence and clarity of what is possible, driven by the evidence, you know, we're all going to have hard times. We're all going to have accidents we're going to have to deal with disease along the way. And people say, well, I don't want to know. And I say, bullshit, of course you want to know. You want to know and you want to solve it because that's what we are now given tools to be able to solve the difficult challenges that we face from a health span in life. You know, one of the things you mentioned it again, and it's really what you and I love teaching and coaching on in mindsets, you know, longevity mindset is critically important, but having a purpose-driven mindset and a moonshot mindset where you're living this life not out of boredom and out of seeing the same thing over and over again, but you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. As you well know, I call this your massively transformative purpose because we can have a massively transformative purpose. And that MTP is your canvas of your life, and then you can have moonshots on them. And you and I both have a significant number of, of fun moonshots. And these can change over time. Mm -hmm. And they will as new capabilities become available. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I haven't done justice to the five days. Yeah. But it gives you a flavor of this. The moment I get the video, I will watch it. And then we'll talk about next year. Yeah. Dan, a pleasure to have you and Babs join my A360 Platinum trip members. And really appreciate this. This was a inflection point in my mind because it's clear where these are going and it's coming from so many different angles. It's not just one crackpot idea. And ideologically, we understand why things are the way they are and how we can change it. Well, it's as always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for our time together. Yes, and I want to talk to everybody about A360 next year, which is taking a new form because of 2020 circumstances. I think your identification that we do not want the information unless we first develop the mindset that the information is going to be valuable to us. Yeah, if I could, if I take the advantage, because I think you're absolutely right. I made an important shift in A360 this year to really identify on six mindsets and then provide the evidence and capability around those yeah. mindsets. I think entrepreneurs don't actively choose the mindsets we want. I think the difference between yeah. success and failure is really having clarity on your mindset. So a longevity mindset, for sure, an exponential mindset, a purpose-driven mindset, a moonshot mindset, a abundance mindset, and then a gratitude mindset are where I'm going to focus and bring the scientists, the technologies, the breakthroughs, like last year we had a 3D printed rocket, 30 meters tall. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that's a perfect example of what you can do in exponential tech these days, holy cow. The two inventors still get carded when they go out to the nightclub. <laughs> They're in their mid-20s. And it's, it's crazy, but it's the convergence of these technologies are yeah. amazing. Yeah.
Thanks a lot, Peter. I really look forward to your 37-minute tour. And I'm going to get this out to all the coach clients as fast as I can because they develop a framework for thinking of this in the first hour when they're in strategic coach. So we got to supply them with evidence that their thinking about this is true. It is. And grateful for you in my life. And thank you for coach. Thank you very much. Take care, my friend. Bye. Bye.